Hi there, and welcome to the Respect for Long Thrive podcast, brought to you by Diversity, Equity and Inclusion at Deakin University. My name's Belinda Minnie, and I will be your host for this podcast. I wish to begin by acknowledging the Wadarung people of the Kulin Nation, the traditional custodians of the land on which I'm recording this podcast on today. I pay my respects to their elders and ancestors for allowing us to have our gathering on their land, acknowledge their continuing connection to this beautiful country, and thank them for their care and custodianship over many thousands of years. I extend this respect to any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. In celebration of NAIDOC Week, we're speaking to Deakin University's own Tom Molyneux. Tom is a person of many talents. He is the Indigenous Inclusion Coordinator at Deakin University and a Deakin University alum. He is an actor, director, theatre maker, Aboriginal mental health first aid instructor and inclusion professional. Welcome, Tom. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having me, Belinda. It's great to be joining you. And where are you joining us from today? I'm actually dialing in from uh, Wilman Noongar Buja today. So I want to pay my respects to their elders and ancestors for hosting me on their country uh, in regional WA. You have taken some time away from Deakin to go on tour and perform in a stage show. Can you tell us about the Stardust and the mission? Sure. So Stardust and the Mission is a double bill of two one-man shows, and mine is the second of those, The Mission. Uh, It's uh, a story of my ancestor, Uncle Alan MacDonald, who was one of the first Aboriginal soldiers from Victoria to enlist for World War I, uh, and he carried on the proud fighting Gunditjmara tradition, we call it. Uh, A lot of our ancestors were involved in uh, many of the, the most severe frontier conflicts in Australia and uh, really earned a reputation as the fighting Gunditjmara, people who fought for their country, never gave up, never ceded anything. Um, and so we like to carry on that tradition as Gunditjmara people today, thinking about what our ancestors laid down before us. And so the story tracks Uncle Alan's journey um, and as he fought both for you know his country, Gunditjmara country, also for his country, Australia, in, in conflicts at home and abroad and what that was like for him uh, going overseas and experiencing the camaraderie of of fighting in war where everyone had each other's backs and then coming home to a country that didn't behave quite that same way. Uh, there was a lot of difficulties, uh, you know, with racism and, and other things that existed in Australian society at that point in time. Um, and, yeah, we, we chart his journey, the broader Gunditjmara journey of the, the struggle for justice and land rights. Um, and it's a really important piece of remembrance. You know, I think for Uncle Alan, he never got the recognition that many other returned servicemen got uh, during his lifetime. He's, he uh, was in an unmarked grave in Warnable for 54, 54 years until last year. And so through the process of doing this play and sharing his story around Australia, uh, it's been a really wonderful opportunity to properly recognise him and we've also been able to get his grave marked after all this time. So uh, it's been a really fulfilling project, and I'm grateful to Deacon for uh, giving me the time off to go and pursue this uh, six-month theatre tour uh, in pretty much every state and territory. Uh, It's been a really rewarding experience for me, and I'll be back at work before too long. There is a quote that I've seen that's used to describe the stage show, and I believe I read it on your webpage. And I'll read it out. It says... Two powerful yet forgotten Australian stories uncovering our past to reveal who we are today. 
I think that quote is very powerful and it really resonated with me. Uh, it really highlights how storytelling is such a big part of learning and recognising our true history. The person you are playing, Uncle Alan, was one of Australia's first Aboriginal soldiers from Victoria to enlist in World War I. Why is his character so close to your heart? That's uh, a great question, Belinda. You know, Uncle Alan, uh, he uh, didn't have any kids and um, his story was really on the verge of being lost, I have to say. I, I, I came across Uncle Alan's story of service through one snippet that a cousin had recorded uh, in a book that she wrote. And uh, it was just one little anecdote of his time at war. And I thought, this guy is amazing. If he's lived through that and survived, you know, there's got to be more to him. And uh, that started a journey of discovery for me. I went and uh, talked to a whole lot of elders, other family members, um, went did research at the War Memorial and other places. And what became really apparent was that Uncle Alan was such a beloved man by so many people, but they all only had one little snippet of the story. No one actually had the whole thing. No one had written down the whole whole journey that he went on, and and that was part of him having an unmarked grave. You know, he he just no one had um had gone to that next level to make sure that the remembrance was done fully for him. And so I sort of decided that I would take on that responsibility. Um, to make sure Uncle Alan's story is is complete and recorded and he's getting the remembrance and recognition that he deserves so richly during his lifetime. Um, and, you know, for those reasons, he's obviously very close to me and, uh, and one of those ancestors that it's a real privilege for me to be able to embody on stage. Um, it can be a, a really emotional experience, um, but I hope that uh, it's something that he values. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's such an important story um, and so important to get it out there. Now, uh, it's NAIDOC week, uh, which is a great opportunity for all Australians to learn about First Nations cultures and histories and participate in celebrations of the oldest continuous living cultures on earth. As we've just spoken about, storytelling is a big part of learning and sharing our true history. And your show is just one of the many stories that should be heard. Is there still an opportunity for people to see Stardust and the mission? There is, yes. Uh, we've got a couple of shows remaining in Victoria, uh, in Bendigo, um, at the Shrine of Remembrance in Melbourne, and then we'll finish our national tour uh, at Deakin Uni, actually, at the Warm Ponds campus in Geelong. We're very grateful for that opportunity, and, and um, that last one will be a free performance for Deakin staff and students and our community um, so I know tickets are selling very well. So if people are interested in uh, snapping up the last few, uh, they should uh, probably Google, depending on which performance they want to get to, uh, to find the links um, for how to grab the tickets. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm very much looking forward to going along. Um, I wanted to also discuss the theme for NADOC Week. Um, so the theme this year is a call to action, really. The theme is get up, stand up, show up. And I'm wondering, how does this theme resonate with you, Tom? It, I think it's an interesting call to action, both um, for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, but also for our non-Indigenous allies across the country. Um, you know, really, we're, we are entering an exciting phase, um, I think, politically, with the change of government that's recently occurred and the Albanese government obviously being very vocal in its commitment to all three pillars of the Uluru Statement from the heart. 
Um, there is going to be some interesting momentum uh, in this push over the next few years. But really, um, we're all still cognizant of the fact that nothing will change unless people show up, and that's everyone. Um, so when, uh, when these changes are uh, going through, and we're going through a process in Victoria, um, working towards those changes, they will be lengthy. There will be, um, you know, many conversations along the way, but it's important that we do all show up and participate in what these changes could mean for our country moving forward because the possibilities are really exciting and it is going to take everyone getting on board, showing a bit of goodwill uh, and advocating for the changes that they'd like to see uh, to make these things actually happen. Uh, and, you know, so that the three pillars of the Uluru Statement obviously being voice, treaty and truth, uh, making sure on the first one that, you know, even in your small sphere of influence, it might be your organisation, or, or the, the committees that you're involved with, volunteer groups, sporting clubs, whatever it might be, what avenues have you got for hearing the voice of Aboriginal people in your community who might participate in your, your group or perhaps they don't to this point in time and what would it mean to open the door for their participation uh, and give them some agency in the way that things are decided on their country? And then we've got uh, truth-telling, as I've mentioned already that's a really important pillar if we're not coming from the same starting place uh, in terms of the actual facts of what's happened in this country and the things that we're we're trying to move beyond we'll never move beyond them because we simply aren't talking about the same facts and uh, and then uh, treaty obviously as I mentioned before too you know country's never been ceded um, uh, so, you know, if there is going to be a, a framework for how Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal people work together, um, then treaty is the way for that to be formally codified and to make sure that um, we can have the harmonious and successful society that we all want. So uh, I think it's a really exciting time and, and the NADOC theme reflects that. Absolutely, Tom, and I couldn't have put it better myself. Um, you've you've stated all that so beautifully um, and I think it's a really uh, it's a really great way to invite people to get up, stand up, and show up, um, and some really practical ways to that people can do that. Just on that point, uh, one of the things we talk about a lot is you know walking beside uh, Aboriginal people. If you're not an Aboriginal person yourself, um, you know that's what we really want. Uh, we don't want people walking in front of us or behind us, you know, putting the hand down. It's about walking beside. Uh, and going on this exciting journey together. It's really important. Oh, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I know you've got such a busy schedule at the moment, so um, we really appreciate the time and the conversation. Thanks for having me, Belinda. The theme for NAIDOC Week this year is a call to action, asking all Australians to get up, stand up, show up, to bring about systemic change, to rally around First Nations people and support and secure institutional, structural, collaborative and cooperative reforms. Get up, stand up, show up can take many forms. It's also a time to celebrate the many who have driven and led change in our communities over generations 